0: Welcome to an inspirational message, recorded live at Little Falls Christian Centre. Hallelujah. Truly, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And you are the miracle-working God. Father, we expect of you today to do miracles in this place. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's give the Lord a warm... Welcome, praise God. And thank you to the band. There is a powerful anointing in the house today. And look at all these wonderful faces. It is so good to see you in church. I suppose you're not going on holiday. (laughs) Well, that's a good thing. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, thank you, Pastor Adult, for giving us the opportunity to minister the Word of God. And may... Lord, the Lord absolutely bless you today. Amen. Today, I want to scare you. Oh, I want to talk about the Word of God. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a, on, on DSTV, many years ago, I saw it, the thing called scare tactics, <laughs> where they would scare people, you know, uh, up to the point where it builds up, and then finally, the, they ask the person, are you scared? And at that point, they would reveal it's only a joke. So, We are not scared, amen. So my title today is Afraid of the Darkness. How many of you are afraid of darkness? I know no one would put up their hands because every single person here is saved. So you know what, in the times we are currently living in, it truly is dark times. We are living in a new dimension, basically. In my lifetime, I have not experienced basically what I am now experiencing as a Christian. When I gave my life to to the Lord 30 years ago, Mandela was just released. And during that time, there was a lot of uncertainty in the nation. And where we have come from then to now, now we're facing something totally different something totally new and we need to address the area of darkness every person here need to address the area of darkness not just in their lives but what they are facing because we are truly in dark times you know we are on our way Basically, we are on our way to the marriage feast of the Lamb. How many believe that? I truly believe that we will be seated at a table and we will be wed to the Lord Jesus Christ for all eternity. But, there's always a but. (laughs) But, connected to that is basically a beauty pageant. There's, there's a pageant connected to that. I've read in the news that they wanna stop all beauty pageants, let them do what they wanna do. But at that point, at the bima seat of Christ, he will hand out rewards. <laughs> he will hand out and he will basically judge but not condemn his body, the people that will be seated at that table. And what you have done for Christ will be measured. It will be. As a matter of fact, that is one thing that will absolutely happen. And the closer I believe, this is my belief, it's not in the Bible, but I really believe that some people will be seated closer to the Lord with the rewards they will be getting. You know, in a beauty pageant, what do you get when you wear, the, you get the best, you get diamonds and gold. All right. Silvery second prize. And then I have precious stones. And then I have wood, hay, and straw. Now have you seen a, a crown with straw? <laughs> There's so much straw I Yet that will be the place we will find ourselves. And I believe could be soon. But we are here on earth. We are right now here, and God has a wonderful plan with his body. He's preparing his body to be received up in heaven, but he wants his body here on earth to do things and to be a specific entity here on earth. That's why I thought I could mention or I could name my message anything But I want to stay focused on the darkness. The the times we are facing is dark times. But we need to check ourselves in these times. So many people are busy losing focus. Many people are getting distracted. Let us see what the word of God says. 2 Timothy 3 from verse 1. 2 Timothy 3 from verse one. I just need something to drink. And one of the lost flocks of Egypt came my way. Second Timothy three from verse one. If you have it, I'm gonna read it to you. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents for the teenagers, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power, denying its power and from such people turn away. What is this scripture, this piece of scripture telling every single person here? It is saying that basically the condition or part of the condition of certain people in the body of Christ will be like this because it mentions that turn from such people away and these people have a form of godliness. Now, I want to encourage every person that is on the straight and narrow, keep it up. I want to encourage those whom Satan have separated, and you've started to compromise, get back. The times are too wonderful to take a detour now. Now it's time to get focused. Amen. Three things that stands out here is basically, there's a love of self, there's a love of pleasure, and there's a love of money in the last days. And... There are 18 things mentioned here. And it's the holy triple six. Six, 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 18. These, this behavior is not to be found in the body of Christ. Absolutely. And we see here that the word perilous means the following. Perilous means fierce. It means that we as the body of Christ will, will face fierce times, and we will face fierce people. And that is, listen to me now, church, that is the mission field. The mission field is not a place where it's nicely paved and everything is just beautiful. It's so easy to walk up to a person and tell them that Jesus Christ loves you. None of that stuff. The mission field is a place That takes some guts. It asks something of you. That's what the mission field field looks like. And we need to check ourselves if we are falling into any of these categories. We need to do that. I need to do that. And I do that consistently. So when we are going to face fierce and difficult times, it's dark times, you know. And this word fierce or this perilous is actually only found three times in the New Testament. Once here and once where the Lord Jesus matched the two demonic persons of Gadara. That's the kind of people we will face in the future. But I get excited because I have seen too many spiritual things happen in this church. I have seen too much not to believe. When Pastor Harold took us as young men in the church and taught us how to cast out a the demon, they are real. They are for sure real. Amen. Get excited, you know. This is not a heavy message. It's not a dark message. So we need to, I want to encourage you that when we are going to face these times, hold your head up high. God has sent you. God is busy sending you. Now in Luke 21:36, it says the following: Watch therefore and pray always that you may be found worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. It means there is an escape in these things, but the escape is watching and praying. A person. That watches is a person that prays, is a person that gets effective for the Lord. Because after prayer, after prayer, something should always happen. Prayer is where the anointing is released on a person's life. No anointing, no prayer. Unfortunately, it works like that. But when your prayer life is up to standard, then God wants to take every single person in our church to the next level to that level where God will use you. He'll show you things, and it's wonderful. Amen. I want to read to you just, you know, with that in mind, just after that, the Lord spoke these words about a certain person. And the Lord said in Luke 22, Then Satan entered Judas, surnamed Iscariot, who was numbered among the twelve. So he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and captain." how he might betray them, his way. He went his way. He had a certain, with the kind of decisions he made, he was sent automatically in a certain direction. And he went his way. God wants to pull his people back to him. The way you are on, it must be and it should be on the straight and the narrow That's the only way we should find ourselves. And when you are on this way, the light that is in you, by prayer, studying God's word, and having an intimate relationship with the Lord, will light up the way. Many people have gone, they are still on the way, but they are standing dead still. The light is diminishing. And the Lord is basically what Pastor Harold have shown us, that the Word is the light. And that's why we are, if we could, we would give away the Bibles for free. But, you know, you paid for it, so you have to buy it back. (laughs) And make sure that you have a Bible for someone else as well. It's going to be an exciting 2022. Amen. Amen. Now in Romans 13, 11, it says the following, and do this knowing the time that now is the high time to awake out of sleep for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at a hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. The armor of light is the only thing you need to face the future. The way into the future is to cast off darkness and to equip yourself with light. You know, are you a shining light for God? I saw in the week that there's a torch you can buy, a handheld torch, that if you were to put a paper in front of it, it would burn. Literally, that is how strong that thing is. How technology have advanced. Yet we have the Holy Spirit of God on the inside of us. Can you imagine how you can light up the darkness we will face? You have the light inside of you. Have you heard of the word, anybody here, some people will probably know, nectophobia. Anybody here knows the word nyctophobia Nectophobia. Nyctophobia is the, when you are afraid of the dark. It's not, I know we, know, we call devil Nick, so it's not the, you're afraid of Nick, nyctophobia. No, it's nyctophobia where a person is literally, you're afraid of the dark. And many times in our development, that we, when we come as children, some children, are just, they just bolt, they just walk through things like Pastor the Jock. There's no, he's not afraid of anything. But then as we grow, we, you know some people are afraid. It's light and darkness, it's thundery weather, you know. But there's even a thing what they call uh, heliophobia and photophobia. Now, with the cell phones, nobody has got photophobia. <laughs> but these two words are when people are afraid of light. Can you believe you can be afraid of light? but it must be a medical condition condition actually. So nectophobia is an extreme fear of the night or darkness that can cause intense symptoms of anxiety and depression. A fear becomes a phobia when it's excessive, irrational, and impacts your day-to-day. It's like, you know, to say, I am scared to get COVID. I have to stay in my house. I, I have to make sure, you know. I'm, 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 some people I've seen that they don't just wash their hands with alcohol, but they wash their throats with alcohol. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. That opens a door. Man, that. that let me leave it there. <laughs> but there's such phobia today. Some people who've not had COVID. You know what? It's not too bad. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's actually, it was actually a joke. My body went into convulsions and stuff, but the spirit was saying, get yourself ready. You know, stand up, wake up. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, church, don't let any phobia keep you from doing the will of God. Not in this time and in the future. Don't let... COVID become the main focus of your protection. The blood of Jesus Christ is still working today. Amen. Amen. And the good news is that Jesus Christ has no phobia. So if he's got none, I have none. Fear nothing. Amen. Except God. So, And this this is what anxiety is. Anxiety sets in when there's an overstimulation in our thought life. As much as physical darkness is real, spiritual darkness is real as well. Some, so many people are being kept, not just in dark about things, but are being kept in darkness because of things. Something that possess, that you possess might possess you. We need to check. I don't have my cell phone with me. We need to check our phones. How much time we spend in front of those things. And then you will see how does that relate to my prayer life, my word study life, my focus upon the kingdom of God and what I need to do for the Lord Jesus. One thing COVID has done, it's taken us to our homes In our homes, we just sat there. And many times, what did we do? We created new habits. And these new habits are connected to these little things called phones. God wants us in 2022 and uninformed. The metaphor means to deliberately keep someone uninformed. That is Satan's greatest strategy to distract people so that they would be uninformed about what this book is saying about your future. If I open this book up, it says it's gonna be great. It's gonna be wonderful. There will be enough. God will lead me, God will guide me, God will heal me, God will protect me. What, is, what have you read recently about what God says about our future? Now, I'm very positive. I'm, I'm the most positive person I know, amen. You should be the most positive person you know. Are you? Praise God, church. We, we, we're in a role now. So there's a perception. Here's the thing. Listen to me. There's a perception that things will go back to normal. If we are moving towards getting darker times, I've got news for you. We are facing darker times. What should be normal is your prayer life. What should be normal is you studying the word of God. That should be the new normal. That should be the motivation of my life and my spiritual life. The Bible says in Proverbs 4, 18, the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto a perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know. What makes them stumble? Can you imagine? But the path of the righteous, as you move on this path, as we are on our way, there's coming an end, there's coming a line, there's coming a judge. There's a judge who will soon come back to this earth. He's coming back as a judge, he's already the Savior. And he's busy saving people. But there's coming a day where he will be fully coming back as a judge. I want to be on his side. Not on the side that he's going to judge. Because he doesn't play games. I want to tell you about what happened to a certain person. You know, the apostle John was so close to the Lord. They reckon, you know, for a a man at at, uh, that supper table that he leaned against the breast of the Lord. That's how close. I have not been so close with any of you, <laughs> just with my wife. But that's closeness. That's intimate. That is, that is kind of like, that's, wow, that's, that's where every person should be. But, you know, John experienced him as the warm savior. But this is what John experienced when he was on the island of Patmos. Then he saw the side that's coming back. And this is what he saw. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to his feet and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and his hair were like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass. As it's refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars, out of his mouth went sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. That's the person on his way back to earth. We have to make sure we're in the right side of God. We have to motivate ourselves. We have to be the most on fire people that we know. We cannot play games in a time such as this. Pastor Harold warns that every single week we as pastors deal with the people, the broken people in our offices on a daily basis. Do not step to the left, do not step to the right. Stay on the road. Praise God. So, and this is what happened for you and me in Matthew 27, 45. Now from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness all over the land. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you forsaken me? He was forsaken that we will never be forsaken. That's why the scripture of my life Of my life is is so simple. I will never leave you nor forsake you. But there's a condition to that. I shouldn't leave the Lord. I should stay on the straight and narrow. And what encourages me is Isaiah 9 verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. There will be no end to the increase of, His government, his government is busy increase because on this planet they are spiritual people advancing the kingdom of God. Are you part of it? It's great to be part of it. The kingdom advances in a person's own life, and when it advances in your life, it advances outside of you. But if it doesn't advance in you, it cannot advance on the outside. This is serious stuff. This. It says, upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. Which means the Lord has not left us. COVID is under his control. The New World Order is under his control. Everything is under his control. And he's controlling me. He should control you as well. So, I have a minute left. I want to tell you about a little story about where judgment came when the darkness was at its heaviest. Go and read what God did with Pharaoh. God gave Pharaoh many chances to repent. Many, many chances. But Pharaoh, you know, many people say, how could God harden his heart? What kind of God is that? You've got to understand the kind of person God was dealing with. It was a person that put 1.6 to 2 million people under heart bondage. And for 400 years, the nation of Israel were under heart bondage. This is the kind of person. But God was dealing personally with this man to repent. You can go and read the story. But he did not, up to the point where the Lord even hardened his heart because of his attitude. But then came the plagues. That's why one of those frogs came close, but it has gone now. But then came, here's the point. The ninth plague, you know what it was? was darkness, the ninth plague. But if you go and read the story, how at that point when God dealt with the sun god Ra, God, that's the point of no return because this man did not repent and then darkness came. The Bible says darkness so thick that even they, they had no lamps for three days. Have you ever been in such darkness? Have you ever been in darkness that's thick? This darkness, the Bible says, that you literally could not see. Imagine every person turns blind right now, but you don't know where to, how to, the whatever. This came after this man once again hardened his heart and did not want to release then The darkness came. And after three days, they were so full that this man, even with the last opportunity, did not repent. And then came the death, the judgment. See, these things were only preparation. Death, ultimate death was the judgment on the land. The judge is coming back. We are in deep darkness on this earth, and it's growing darker and darker. The darker it gets, the more God's children should light up. And if you want to, God will light you up like you've never been lit up before. The prayer of our hearts here is that you would experience a newness and a freshness going into the new year like you've never experienced in your spiritual life. In this week, just by praying, I do. Experienced the presence of God so heavily upon me that I said, Lord, I don't deserve this. Why are you doing this to me? If you spend time with He, He will draw closer to you. If you don't have anything to do, the Saturday prayer meeting is the best thing you can do. Now, my last script. I have a minute to spend with you. Psalm 23, verse 4 says the following. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. What does that mean? You see, death is only a shadow for us. So don't be afraid of death. Sudden death Amen. <laughs> Some people don't like it when we say that, but that's just the way it is. You know, the world asks me, but aren't you afraid of death? No, 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 no. That's one thing we are not. Actually, <laughs> it's, it's actually forget, but we cannot wait to get there. You know, we're not gonna do it ourselves, but praise God, don't be stupid now. If, if any person has got that thoughts. You know, remove it immediately. That's Satan. That's not the Lord. Amen. You know, like a lion. You know, the, the shadow of a lion doesn't have a bite. You know, but yet people fear. You know, Satan is like a lion. The shadow of a serpent, slithering. What can that, that do to you? The shadow of a sword. No shadow can hurt you. No darkness can come close to you. So death is just the shadow. Why are we fearful? Why are we afraid? If you have fear today, we're going to bind the thing in Jesus' mighty name. God wants to light this church up like never before. The future is bright. (laughs) The future is bright. Church, the future is bright. Please stand. Let me pray over you. And we have a date with you this evening as well. Please come to church. Father God, I bring before you your people, O God. There are many people here this morning. Father, just by the attendance, they say, Lord, we are with you. And even those who now at their homes, Father, I pray for both the two of people, of oh God. Lord, if there's any fear in the lives of our people here, we come against that fear. We bind it in Jesus' mighty name. Now we pray that the anointing breaks the yoke, that the power of God manifests in the homes, in our lives, and our workplaces. Oh God, how wonderful it is to serve you. Bless your people today as we go about, Father God, enjoying the Sabbath day in Jesus' mighty name everybody say? Amen God bless you ever wonderful For more teachings like this and other material please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.